96.5 KLH, Dave, Doreen, and Gino. And let's welcome, from ESPN Radio, three-time Wisconsin Sports Writer of the Year, Jason Wilde. Uh, Merry Christmas, Mr. Wilde. How you doing? Good morning. I'm great. How are you guys? We're good. good. All right, here's a question. Over, under, yeah. on how many Packer players will be at the Bucks lakers game tonight? What do you think? <laughs> Ooh, great question. Mm-hmm. Uh, all with... Uh, Transportation provided to them by a uh, car service, I'm sure, so they can enjoy themselves. Yes. I hope so. Uh, perhaps a beverage or two that were that would be uh, drank quickly, like David Bakhtiari, uh, right? Yeah, right? Yeah, Pro Bowl left tackle David Bakhtiari. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm going to say I'm going to put the over under at six. I was going to say 10. I think we're going to look yeah. for about 10 of them. I say two. Aaron's going to probably sit courtside, but I'm not sure. The other guys are going to get courtside seats, but they'll be close. They'll be close. They could be in a luxury box. Yeah, they could be. How mm-hmm. does that work? Can you imagine having that degree of fame or power where you call up and go, hey, I want to come to the game tonight. Okay, here's two tickets. In a luxury box. you did have that kind of power. I have zero you know. power. I will be parking the cars, oh, no, driving no. them down. You don't understand, Jason. He calls and says that kind of stuff. They just don't follow through. <laughs> right. I'm Gino. I'm, bring, I'm Gino. I'm like, Tom yeah. Cruise with me. We're going to yeah. sit and talk about Top Gun Maverick during the game. Except yeah. it's a well, guy named Tom Cruise who spells it differently, and he lives in Tosa. Yeah. Right, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, you talked about Bakhtiari being a pro bowler. This means a lot to these guys, not just for reputation, but also for bonuses and stuff, doesn't it? Yeah. Cha-ching. $500,000. Wow. And... Uh, what's been fun about Bakhtiari has been that he, this is the first time he has been voted into the Pro Bowl. Uh, he's gone one other time uh, as a replacement when the guy who'd been elected uh, was actually playing in the Super Bowl. But he's turned down going as an alternate the last two years. So he could have actually played in three. But you have to be voted in in order to receive your bonus. And so this is the first time that's happened. But what's crazy about how good he is and how messed up the Pro Bowl voting is, is that he's been selected to the All-Pro team three years in a row, but has never been selected to the Pro Bowl until this year. So it's, uh, it is a, a financial windfall for him. Uh, but I think when we talk to him today, I'm sure he'll say that he's a little bit disappointed. He's happy with the money and happy to be recognized. But he really enjoyed the fact that somehow, even though he was considered one of the top three tackles in all of the league by being voted to the Pro Bowl, to the All Pro teams, that he couldn't make it to a Pro Bowl. So that is now over. My favorite sports writer writing for the Athletic did a story on Kenny Clark. Uh, who Matt was Schneidman, he does a really good job. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was you. What surprised you about Kenny Clark? Well, what's great about Kenny Clark is, so I did that story about a month ago, and there was was some backlash from fans who basically said I was making excuses for him. And and what basically the coaches were saying was, look, opposing offenses are double-teaming a heck of a lot more than they did last year, and he's, he's gotten pressure on quarterbacks despite that. What he hasn't done is finished and gotten sacks. Well, lo and behold, here we are. Now in December, which is kind of his month, and he's up to five sacks. He's had three and a half sacks in in December alone, and he's making plays, and he's a guy that 
is really important to what this team's future looks like. I've never, now granted most of my career has been spent covering Ted Thompson, but I had never heard a GM, including Ron Wolf, ever say about a guy that had two years left on his contract that we have to get him re-signed. We're, we need, he is very important to what we do. He is a cornerstone. We're going to sign him to an extension. And that's what Goody did the day that they cut Mike Daniels during, before training camp. He, he said, look, we got to get a deal done with Kenny Clark. And so he is, he's only 24 years old, which is crazy. He's in his fourth NFL season and he's only 24. He is reminding everyone what he's capable of when he's healthy and when some of the other guys around him are drawing attention, like Zadarius Smith, who's been lining up inside and giving him more opportunities to not be double-teamed, he's a really, really good player, and he's, he's showing that right now. All right, so the Packers have not won in their three tries at U.S. Bank Stadium. What do we need to worry about going into the Vikings game? Well, one of those games was the game that Rodgers broke his collarbone, right. and, and that was early on, and so who knows what would have happened in that game, that 17 season was that was really something because he they 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 had just won in Dallas in a comeback at the end. Remember when Devontae Adams caught the game-winning touchdown, mm-hmm. and then instead of keeping it, he threw it into the stands. Um, so they have not had great performances there. They had a close game there last year, despite their mm-hmm. uh, shortcomings as a team. So I don't I don't think it's necessarily the venue. I think. Their, their issue is they have just been so darn inconsistent offensively. Uh, it looks like the, the Vikings are not going to have Dalvin Cook, who is a Pro Bowl running back and is better than Aaron Jones at this point. Um, so that's going to help the Packers significantly. But look, they, they can't. There's a pretty simple formula in Minnesota, whether it's in the old Metrodome or it's in U.S. Bank Stadium, and that is. You can't turn the ball over, which the Packers have been great about this season. You have to get a few takeaways. You can't let the momentum really start building up against you. And your defense has to make some plays. You can't allow big, huge, explosive plays. I go back to going to the Metrodome and Randy Moss having a big, long touchdown or Adrian Peterson breaking a 70-yard touchdown run. Those are not only big plays in the moment, but they also get the crowd ratcheted up and you start to lose control of the building. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's the biggest thing in this game is you can't let the momentum swing to such a degree that you just can't overcome it. Jason, why doesn't Jay Kumaro get more time on the field? Um, so there was a great line from Sean McVay a couple of weeks ago. Somebody asked him uh, what the difference has been in the offense and Todd Gurley, who was playing more. And Sean McVay's response was, because I stopped being an idiot, which I appreciated his candor, because basically his point was, how stupid, I wasn't playing Todd Gurley enough. Mm -hmm. Well, Matt LaFleur didn't quite go with that phrase, but he basically said the same thing about how much he had been playing Jay Kummerow. I mean, he came out on Monday when he was asked about Kummerow and said, you're going to see him more. He needs to play more. And the thing that didn't make sense about this, and they stuck with Gmo and they stuck with Marquez Valdez-Scantling for a long time, was when Matt LaFleur got here, it was very noticeable that you had to earn your snaps even in training camp. Like, there would be different guys working with the ones each day. 
and he talked about it, and he basically said, "Look, this is a this is a meritocracy. You earn not only your playing time in the games, but you earn more snaps in practice." And yet they were going with Zemo and MVS and their performances. They were not earning that playing time. So I think he finally realized, look, if I'm going to practice what I preach, then Jake Kumro needs to play more. And he has promised he is going to play more this week. Like another thing that you don't usually hear coaches say, but he came out and flat out said, you're going to see Jake Kumro on the field more than you have in the past several weeks. Well, you have a great weekend. We're looking forward to talking to you on Monday, game day, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll get more into the specifics of the Vikings game. And I'm assuming that the Wildy tree is up and uh, Santa's got the list the girls want. You're good to go there? The uh, the Wildy tree has been up since November 9th. Okay. Wow. <laughs> That's uh, um, the spirit. Yeah, well, you gotta got to keep, gotta keep Christmas in your heart all year round <laughs> starting in November. Uh, and then we, we, uh, we did our annual trip to the Fister over the weekend and saw the big fella and Mrs. Oh, Claus and nice. passed along our our lists. I'll tell you what, that is, I am not a paid endorser of the Fister in any way, shape, or form, mm-hmm. but man, there is no better holiday experience than Santa Breakfast with Santa there. It is just so much fun, and the girls just, I think that's our ninth time going, and it is, it's just it's just great. So it was a really, really fun, fun event. And, and I believe Santa is now, uh, my favorite thing about Santa was one of the toys that they gave the kids were those like little plastic parachute men. Oh yes. And so Sydney, you know how they've got those great staircases at the Fister. (laughs) Sydney, of course, decides, well, I'm going to take mine and drop it on the staircase and see how many floors it'll drop down. (laughs) And Santa comes up behind her and instead of putting her on the naughty list, helps her drop it. Oh, that's awesome. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's genius, that Santa Claus fella. Now, is Mrs. Claus the lady that used to be in the old English room playing the big harp or whatever that thing was? Uh, right. Is uh, that Was that Mrs. Uh, Claus? I, I don't know what you're asking, Dave. Right. I assume that's just Mrs. Claus is... is is Santa's wife of yeah? No, I think that was her side. Years. I think it was her side gig. I think that was her side job. She's yeah. got to do something in the yeah, off season. In the off season, you know what I mean. So they don't right. need the money. No, she just likes to be busy. Yeah, she likes, right. to, keep, she likes to keep busy. All right, you have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday. All right, take All right, care. Everybody take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wildey is our green and gold insider from ESPN Radio. Jason Wildey is being brought to you by Go Rightway Transportation Service. Go Rightway. They've got all kinds of stuff. They've got your airport, your corporate, your black car group and more. Visit GoRightWay.com. Wildy on the morning KLH.